Hey, this is Michael, and I'm the lead teaching pastor at Prairie Heights Community Church, and this is our podcast. I wanted to say thank you for listening today. I hope this motivates you, and I hope it builds your faith and helps you connect with Christ and a church family at Prairie Heights. Enjoy the message. Well, good morning. Uh, Can you just do this for me real quick? Can you turn to your neighbor, and we're socially distancing, but can you just raise your hand like this and say, you... Let's say like we mean it. You are awesome. Man, I don't know about you, but that just makes my heart feel better. And it is so good to be with you. We are in week two of a series called Climate Change. And today we're talking about something that I think the whole world, especially the United States of America is experiencing right now. And that's an unstable climate. And we can talk about politics, and we can talk about how you felt this week. I don't know about you, but I just want you to know that uh, our staff, our team, has been consistently praying that God would give us peace, because our peace is in Him and not in politics and not in people. God is the source of our peace. And, And can I just ask a question? How many of us can remember a time when we have experience 70 degrees in November. Like that, that's a, Like, I mean, that's a little unstable though, isn't it? I mean, that's not a normal thing. I have friends from down south that are always giving me a hard time. Like, Mike, do you really need a Carhartt? Do you really need a toboggan? Does anybody call stocking hats toboggans, right? Do do you really need bib overalls and boots and a winter survival kit? I mean, if they came up here right now, they'd be like, this is a bunch of hooey. This is so easy. Wait two weeks, right? Wait two weeks when it's negative 74 and you walk outside and your breath freezes in your lungs, all right? So like we're in an unstable climate right now, politically, environmentally, and emotionally. Emotionally, that might cause us to feel a little unstable. I mean, it kind of feels like everything's a little unpredictable right now. And, and what I want us to hear today is that God provides us hope when things seem unstable. So speaking of unpredictable, uh, if you didn't do this or you weren't a part of uh, service last week, we asked everybody your takeaway this last week was to do a 360 review with people that you love. And if you don't know what that is, it's just asking people around you to give you feedback. What's it like to be married to you or be in relationship with you or to work alongside you? And so how many of us did that? Was that a little unpredictable? Did you get some feedback? Did you hear good things? Or maybe you were a little surprised by some of the things that you heard. Most of the stuff that I heard was on the positive side. A couple things though, they just sat funny with me. I was sitting with my wife Kristen and I said, sweetheart, can you just, uh, can you just give me some feedback? And she's like, how much time do you have? <laughs> And I said, well, uh, I got about five minutes. Sorry, that's all I got. So, no, and she, she looked at me and she said, this is the thing I want you to hear. When you are stressed, you're short. When you're stressed, you're short. And there's something that happens every week for me that causes me to be stressed. Um, it happens at the same time every week 
5 p.m. Saturday night, it's like my brain shifts, and I'm in Sunday. And I want you to, to hear this. I, I love what I do. I, I love, absolutely love getting to communicate and speak, but I'm human. And I don't know anybody, I don't care how often you do this, that doesn't have a little bit of fear of public speaking. And so my stress level begins to rise about 5 p.m. because all I'm thinking about from that point on is how do we get Sunday morning where it needs to go? And oftentimes I come Saturday night and I run through and I get ready for today. See, I even have dreams, this is so crazy, that I show up on a Sunday morning, that I walk out on the platform, my fly's unzipped, and I open my mouth and all my teeth fall out. <laughs> like, it's so crazy what our bodies do when we're stressed, when we feel unstable, when we're anxious, or when we feel overwhelmed. And all of us, all of us have something that we're good at, something that we tie our self-esteem to, and that's totally normal. But when that thing gets disrupted, when that thing causes us to be uh, stressed or anxious, it causes our environment, our, our emotional climate to be unstable. And I'm guessing you're a lot like me. When you're stressed, you're short. And I bet when you're stressed, it causes your emotional climate to just feel like, um, maybe it's a little out of whack. I think there's something that causes every one of us, it doesn't matter how confident we are, to feel insecure and anxious and stressed. And when we feel that way, we start to look for security. Now, security is a big word, right? Like, it has a lot of things. There's security of our identity. There's security of our family. There's security of our finances. There's security of our future. There's security of the way of life in our country. All of those things are represented in that word. And what is the opposite of security? Insecurity. When we feel insecure, when we look at our world, doesn't it feel like things are a little insecure? And I don't know about you, but when, when I feel insecure, there's an emotion that comes up called anxiety. And if we were to walk that out logically, anxiety oftentimes leads to fear, frustration, uh, concern, feeling overwhelmed. And the world has a response. And it'll shock you, it shocked me. Do you know what the world's response is when we feel anxious, insecure, overwhelmed? See, McDonald's said, you know what we're gonna do in the pandemic? We're gonna up our marketing budget $200 million. Because they're like, you know what? What helps you feel better about yourself is chicken nuggets. What's gonna help you feel better about yourself is a double cheeseburger. And unless you're 15 years old and you have the metabolism of a Ferrari, I'm just telling you, it's not gonna make you feel better. You have instant eating regret. Matter of fact, that's called stress eating. <laughs> like, when I'm anxious, overwhelmed, and, and frustrated, I, and I stress eat, that's not good. And every one of you knows what I'm talking about, right? Like this meme? Or you walked into the pantry the other night and you saw the extra Halloween candy and an hour later everything was gone. 
You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> See, there's a whole industry built around trying to convince us that if we improve our self-image, if we have this product, if we eat this food, if we drink this drink, we're going to feel better. And that is where Christianity is so countercultural. It's the complete opposite. Where the world is trying to sell us self-esteem, Jesus offers me and you acceptance. The world sells self-esteem. I want you to hear this. Jesus offers you security and acceptance. See, I think we're, when we're left to our own strategies, we just, we just try to find our way through. How, how are we going to overcome our insecurity? How are we going to navigate this? Are we going to buy this product? Are we going to do this workout? Are we going to lose this weight? Are we going to get this amount of money in our bank account? That's going to provide us security, but it's not. I want to pose a different question. Instead of focusing on what we need to do, we need to focus on who calms our insecurity. See, Jesus is called the Prince of Peace in Scripture. Jesus is the one who has the ability to speak to our insecurity and remind us of who we are. The Bible tells us that he knows us from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet. He knows the number of hairs on our head. He knows the days that we will live on this earth. Jesus knows us completely. Not a marketing agency. And the Bible gives us some pretty clear direction. We can find our identity in Jesus and that can become our cure for insecurity. Or we can run after finding self-esteem in the world, but that's never our true identity. Our true identity is in Jesus. And our confidence is not in the flesh. It's, it's not in our body, it's not in our bank account, it's not in our stuff. Our confidence is in Jesus. And probably all of us know this, but at the heart of insecurity, there's the fear of rejection. Nobody wants to be left out. Nobody wants to be disincluded. Nobody wants to be unexclusive. And see, that's what's so different about Jesus. Jesus accepts us. The world tells us, buy more things. Do this. Fit in. Be this way. Jesus says, I love you just where you are. See, I think the world markets to our fear. It tries to get us to buy into this idea that if I have these things, it's going to help me feel better. But God says the exact opposite. Matter of fact, in Isaiah 41.10, this is what it says. So, do not be afraid. I am with you. Do not be terrified. I am your God. I will make you strong and help you. I will hold you safe in my hands. I will hold you safe in my hands. I always do what is right. God is absolutely the opposite of what the world tries to get you to buy into. God is saying to you and to me, he's saying to us sitting at home and us sitting in the room, if you want to find peace, allow me, the God of the universe, the God who created you, the God who breathed life into you, to hold you in my hands. Because I always do the right thing. 
And I can give you scripture after scripture from the Old Testament to the New Testament that speaks to this very idea that if we find our identity in Jesus, we are able to step away from the marketing dollars of the world and we're able to step into the identity and relationship with the living God. See, the cure for insecurity is self-esteem. And do you know how we begin to have healthy self-esteem? We hear what Jesus says about us. Instead of focusing on what the world tells us or what we need to have, we need to focus on who we belong to. The Bible tells us that we are bought and paid for. We are stamped and sealed with the Holy Spirit. We have an invitation into a family that cannot be revoked, no matter our bank account, no matter our social status, no matter how many likes we have on Facebook. All of that does not dictate our membership in the body of Christ. And that's a good word, amen? See, God speaks to us in a completely different way. God gives us the, about, the, the ability to combat the words of the world. He tells us that our self-esteem is found in Him. It's not found in an unstable world that is always running after the next big thing. See, there's a system that's built to enslave us to debt, to, to social media, to, to the opinions of people. But Jesus has come to the, do the complete opposite. Jesus has come to set us free. And Paul, Paul speaks, I cannot talk right now, sorry. Paul speaks annunciation to this very idea in the book of Galatians. See, Paul viewed this as a, as a war between two things inside of us. There's a war for our sinful desire to rule us, and there's the war of the Holy Spirit to give us direction and ability to walk forward. See, we try to find our security in the world, but Jesus says, your security is in me. It doesn't matter how much stuff you have, you need to have relationship with me. And we talked about it like this last week, and in this way, we kind of framed it like this. We master our emotions, or our emotions master us. See, the world markets to our emotions. The world tries to get us to buy into something and we master our emotions or our emotions master us. But the war inside of us, the war inside of us is won when we begin to allow Jesus to lead us. So this is what Paul says in Galatians 5, 16 through 18. So I say, live by the Holy Spirit's power. Don't live by social media likes. Don't live by your closet and how many clothes you have. Don't live by those things. Live by the Holy Spirit's power. Then you will not do what, desire, what, what your desires controlled by sin want you to do. That's that war. There's a desire of sinful things in you that wants you to do the opposite of what God desires. The desires controlled by sin do not want what the Spirit delights in. And the Spirit the Spirit does not want what the, what the desires controlled by sin delight in. The two are at war with each other. That's why you are not supposed to do whatever you want. I just want to stop here. How many people live with the, with the idea, YOLO, 
right? That's old, right? YOLO ROLO, I don't know, that's not, <laughs> that's not a thing. But maybe it should have been. <laughs> right? But when we live doing whatever we want, we're going to be led in the wrong direction. Paul says this, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the authority of the law. What's the law? The law was the 600 plus rules that people who followed Moses, who followed God in the Old Testament had. Do you know what? You and I were under a new law. Love Jesus and love people. To win the war within, we have to have the power of the Holy Spirit fill us. And all of us need to understand this. There are two things at work here. See, the culture has become very smart over thousands of years, and it has learned to market to our broken desires, to our sinful thoughts. It's it's focused on telling us, if you buy this thing, you're going to feel better about your life. I mean, for me, it's like this. Uh, Mike, go ahead and drink another Coke. It's going to help you. Mike, go ahead and drink five Starbucks coffees today, because your life is going to need some caffeine. Mike... Go ahead and buy another pair of shoes because your self-esteem is going to rise beyond a level that you can ever imagine. Do you know what? That's not called self-esteem. That's called advertising. And Jesus wants to show us another way. The world markets to our insecurity, but Jesus offers us identity. See, what Jesus is telling us through Paul is if you'll share in my power, I'll give you strength to do things that you could never imagine. I'll start speaking to your self-confidence. I'll allow you to win the war within. Like, have you ever woke up late? Have you ever been in a rush? Like, this happens to me more than I'd like to admit. I I wake up late and I forget my lunch. And I'm running out the door and I grab my backpack and it just happens to snag on the front door handle and everything spills out. And I'm just like, no, gosh. And then I show up to the meeting and I forgot the very paper that I needed. Have you ever experienced that? That's what living life in our own strength is like. And Jesus is saying, would you let me lead you? Will you let me produce something in you that you can't do on your own? See, there's a a section of scripture in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, called the fruits of the Spirit. And, And it's not the fruit of the loom, okay? I just want to be very clear. It's the fruits of what God's Holy Spirit produces in you. And I want to read those to you because I think it's something that when you begin to see the evidence of these things in your life, you go, oh, things are shifting. My climate is becoming stable. I am walking into maturity. So this is what it says. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Don't we need more of that in our life these days? Don't we need more kindness? Don't we need to have joy when we feel like we're walking in depression? Don't we need to have peace when we feel unstable? Don't we need to have self-control when that donut comes around and you say, no, I just am only gonna eat two donuts, not three today, thank you very much. (laughs) See, that's the power of the Holy Spirit in us. And when we can see that change, 
when we can start to win the war within because we partnered with the Holy Spirit, it feels like our life slows down. It feels like we don't have to be in a hurry. And the way to master our emotions, the way to slow our emotional forecast is to invite the Spirit of the living God into us and to ask Him to give us peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and self-control. If we want our emotional climate to shift, if, if we want our life to begin to move in a different direction, we need to ask God to give us those things. We need His Spirit to live in our lives. And there's never been a better time than right now. See, God begins to shift our perspective. He begins to correct the things that we think about ourselves. Jesus is the answer so that you and I can have self-confidence, so that you and I can have an understanding of who we are in Him. The power that God wants to give us gives us access to something that is not natural. It gives us access to something that is outside of ourselves, and we are able to fight against the sinful desires and walk in freedom. And I want us all to remember this. Our peace is not in politics or people. Our peace is in Jesus. And so if you're feeling unstable right now, Maybe it's time that we begin to run to the Father. See, the climate of your relationship improves when you see yourself as God sees you. When you and I can begin to get God's perspective about us, it brings peace. We don't have to run around and and find everybody to approve of us. We just go, you know what, this is who I am. This is who God created me to be. And I'm going to be confident in that because that's what God desired for my life. So let's circle back to that 360 review. See what I did there, circle back? (laughs) Okay, all right. (laughs) Just make sure you're with me. (laughs) See, I have to admit, when I'm stressed, I'm short. I'm short-tempered. And guys, that's a natural response. I'm human, you're human, but I don't want to lose the war within because I allow the natural response of my life to own me. I need a supernatural power to combat those things. I need God's Holy Spirit to be able to help me to stay engaged when my natural response is to disconnect. I need God's Holy Spirit to allow me to hear feedback and my natural response would become to maybe be depressed or frustrated and say, no, what, this, this feedback is actually an opportunity to grow and maybe, maybe you need the Holy Spirit to help you have a different response than your natural response. Maybe God is asking you to lean into him, to begin to allow him to shift your perspective. See, when I get stressed about Sunday, I need to have the awareness to say, you know what, guys, I love you. I'm not angry. I have enough self-confidence to admit what's going on inside of me, and I'm going to ask you to pray with me right now so that I can stay engaged. Maybe that's what you need to do 
when you begin to feel stressed. And the question becomes, what do we do with the information that we get back? When people begin to share with us how they view us, what it's like to be in relationship with us, maybe that information causes us to be a little overwhelmed. Maybe, maybe it causes us to be joyful. I, I don't know where it lands with you, but you know what? The beautiful thing is that when we get that information back, it gives us something to work on. It gives us an opportunity to invite God into that moment, into that circumstance, and begin to walk in a new direction. We can stop looking at others to provide us with peace, and we can start walking in the power that Jesus has come to give us. You can take your insecurity to the one who accepts you, but loves you too much to leave you there. See, we've, given, we've been given a power to combat every thought. Paul says it like this in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. Paul says this, I do live in the world. Paul's just like me and you. He walks in the same place that we walk. He experiences the same things, but this is the difference. But I don't fight my battles the way the people of the world do. The weapons I fight with are not weapons the world uses. In fact, it's just the opposite. My weapons have the power of God to destroy the camps of the enemy. Come on. The Holy Spirit living inside of you gives you the ability to respond to that negative thought, to respond to that temptation and say, you know what? Jesus lives in me and I don't have to give in to that thing. It's a good word. I destroy every claim and every reason that keeps people from knowing God. I keep every thought under control in order to make it obey Christ. See, that's what living and stability looks like. That's what an unnatural response looks like. That's what a supernatural power does in us. We have the, the power to take every thought captive and I just want to give you a practical example of what that looks like. I don't have to take that drink. That's called having victory. That's called fighting that thought. I don't have to log onto the computer and go pursue that lustful thought. That's called having victory. That's called taking every thought captive. I don't have to allow depression and isolation to rule me. That's called taking every thought captive. That's called pursuing the, the unnatural, the supernatural thing that God puts inside of us. I don't have to be anxious and overwhelmed and fearful. I can go to the God whose name is the Prince of Peace and allow him to speak to my unstable climate and realign me and remind me of who I am. So maybe this week, maybe this week you need to take every thought captive. Maybe you need to ask God to help you master your emotions so that you can have a supernatural response inside of you so that you can walk by the power of the Spirit. See, the fruits of the Spirit feed our self-worth and our self-esteem. And that's how we win the war within. You have a power inside of you to destroy every claim of the enemy. You have the ability to help every person that you encounter find the same hope that you have 
And that starts by allowing the Holy Spirit to inform your emotional forecast. Maybe today you need a confidence that only God can give you. Can you stop looking to the world to tell you you matter? And can you look to the one who created you and allow him to speak to your heart, to tell you you are beloved and treasured and special? Because that's what God desires to do. So maybe today, the step that you need to take is to say, God, I need the fruits of the Spirit in my life. I need more love when I don't feel love. I need more peace when I don't feel peace. I need more patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. God, I need joy when I shouldn't have joy. Can you put your supernatural power inside of me so that I can become a person who is a thermostat who walks in peace, who changes the temperature of the room around me because I am aware of who I am and I'm aware of my emotional climate. And when we do that, friends, God begins to move in and through us in an incredible and an amazing way. And we're gonna see awesome results. Let's pray. Father God, we give you thanks today because you are good no matter the circumstance or situation, Jesus, you desire to provide us with a new reality. Jesus, you desire to remind us that we belong to you, that our, our ability is not enough, but when partnered with you, when we invite Holy Spirit in, all of a sudden things begin to change and we can respond in ways that we can't on our own. But with you, God, we can have joy when there shouldn't be joy. We can have peace when there shouldn't be peace. We can have self-control when we feel like there's no self-control. God, you are so good. Help us, Jesus, just to lean into that and receive the hope that you have. Be with us this week, God, and let us practice receiving your power and your strength. In your name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening. A special thanks to those who give generously to Prairie Heights. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. You can click the link in the description to give now or visit prairieheights.com slash give for more information. And if you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, or even take a screenshot and share it to your social media and tag us at Prairie Heights. Thanks for listening and have a great day.